Joining us now in the drive-up lane is Superintendent of Grand Haven Area Public Schools, Mr. Andy Engel. It's been a few weeks. Good morning. How are we doing? I'm great. How about you? Doing great as always. Thank you very much. Rockford, 400 students uh, were there in quarantine and I think 19 in isolation. Holland had a little scare yesterday, so they did a lot of contact tracing, but they say it's really the 7th and 8th grade football players. And anyone around them needs a quarantine. And their 7th and 8th grade football team apparently is not going to play. But they're back in school today. Overall, for school districts, and I've been reading this, Bridge Magazine, some other uh, very notable uh, websites, that the positivity rate or COVID cases statewide, kindergarten through 12th grade, is pretty low. Overall, I think that's that's very accurate. We're doing pretty well K-12. Um, what I think most of us have seen, even though we're, we're seeing some cases in and in the cases like Rockford or Holland, or we've got a new case um, that we just reported yesterday uh, at Lakeshore Middle School that's creating some quarantines, not to those levels. Um, but overall, we've yet to see a lot of spread in our schools. We've seen students or even some staff um, get infected, but the infections occurred outside of school. And, and fortunately, with hand washing, sanitizing, masking, we've been fortunate thus far that we're not seeing a lot of school age cases. Have you talked to the Rockford superintendent? I mean, what, what happened over there where I've, it got so. I've not talked to Dr. Scheibler, so I don't know specifically okay. what occurred or, um, yeah, I heard 400. Yeah. yeah. Like you said. So, what do you attribute the low rate everywhere else for the most part? Hard to say. I uh, can't be. I know you're not a doctor. Can't, can't anything, be overly um, optimistic about what we're doing or critical of what other people are doing. I yeah. think. I think it has. I think it's important what we're doing in school. Again, uh, mask wearing, social distancing to the fullest extent possible, hand washing, sanitizing, being really vigilant about all the protocols and procedures. I also think it's really important what our students, families, staff members do outside of school. What kind of gatherings they're going to, what kind of events they're holding, what kind, you know, who's sleepovers, any of those kind of things all have an impact. Yeah. Andy Engel, Superintendent of Grand Haven Area Public Schools, joining us. Well, now you're six weeks into this. Uh, you had a, you had to change a lot of stuff during the summer months, and you had to implement stuff, and people were worried going in, and to some degree they're still worried, obviously, but how do you think it's working out? Overall, I think we're doing really well. In, in-person learnings, going about as well as it could in, in a lot of ways, other than mask wearing and yeah. sanitizing and the, all the procedures and protocols. Um, people are, have adapted pretty well to the, to the new normal or the temporary normal. Um, things are going pretty smooth. Um, Buccaneer Virtual is going overall well. It certainly had its hiccups, a system that was designed and developed. It's a consortium uh, for us in this region that's unlike any other in the state. Um, we designed it, developed it, uh, and implemented it with no beta test, with no um, trial period. So teachers have been learning on the fly. Parents are figuring it out on the fly. Students are figuring it out as they go. Uh, and we're trying to bring ec- expectation into reality. Overall, it's it's going well. But again, we're we're going to say as a school system that that virtual is as much as we're trying to make it every bit of what in person learning is. It's probably always going to be a little short of that. Yeah. Um, Bucks Care Food Pantry is having a big food drive out at the high school for those high school students in need. And I know their shelves are pretty empty right now. And they got a food drive coming up this Saturday from 8 until noon. All they got to do is drop off non perishable food items or health care supplies or cleaning supplies uh, by Gene Rothy Field. And members of the football team will take it. But just talk about how important Bucks Care Pantry is. Yeah, huge to help throughout the community. That's been, you know, that was there before. 
COVID, and I'm sure it'll be there long after. But the the Bucks Care Pantry there, we've got a food pantry at Central High School that helps feed people. Great news that um, the USDA extended the food program for students for anybody under 18. That's going to go the whole year, so there's free access to food. Uh, the lunch program for the entire year for all of our students and anybody in this community under 18. Um, we have an amazing community. Uh, the giving, the people that want to set those set those pantries up and in the the food the food pantries externally um, that help our families all the time are just really incredible around here to, to make sure people get fed and stay healthy. Yesterday, the Michigan Supreme Court clarified the rule. It took them 10 days. I don't know why it took so long, but all of uh, anything that Governor Whitmer had ordered executive order wise from that 1945 law she had been using since April 30th are invalid, although she is now going through the state health department to reissue a lot of those same orders and everything. But the caveat is the legislature still has to pass three bills. And one of them is for virtual meetings online. And I saw the city of Flint has already canceled next week's city council meeting in Flint because there's no ruling that says they can continue on until that bill in the Senate gets passed and she gets assigned. And she talked about that yesterday. So we're in a catch-22. Um, under the, the the legislation that's in place that was passed over the summer regarding COVID and learning plans for school districts, we had to approve a an extended learning plan in the month of September. And then we have to then reaffirm that plan at least once a month throughout the school year. So our board has to get together, make sure they're, they know whether we're doing in-person or virtual. There are some districts that are doing one of those and not the other. For us, it's it's a combination of both, but we have to meet monthly to reapprove that plan. So we don't have the luxury of saying we're going to delay the, the meeting. The State Board of Education also delayed their meeting till the month of November, awaiting further clarity. I've talked with our attorney and we're going to continue to do what we've done. The one important piece of that is whether the board can meet virtually or in person. We're going to have our board meet in person, and then we're going to continue to offer the meeting via a Zoom link virtually for the community to join. That way we give full access for the community. They can hear the meeting. There will be actually two public comment sections, one for broad public comment, and then one just specifically about that extended learning plan. We feel like that's still in the interest of public safety and the best interest of everybody, but our, our board will still meet the rules of the Open Meeting Act, which is having a quorum meet physically present in the yeah. same location. It's tough, isn't it? It's I mean, crazy. You, you don't know what to do because you want to be legal about it. That's and yet right. They're not giving you any real good clarification on that. All right. Towards the end of August, I guess the state park and uh, city of Grand Haven gave you a bunch of picnic tables that you've been using. Now, Pat McGinnis, city manager, said, uh, yeah, those kids can be outside until it's 10 degrees outside. <laughs> I mean, Pat's a hearty one, obviously, but it is getting cooler out, and I know you've probably been doing some stuff outside. I mean, what At what point do you say, okay, we're done being outside? By and large, with picnic tables, <laughs> lunches, we're doing a lot of, you know, allowing students to eat lunch outside. We'll let them go out as long as they're comfortable. Um, we see a lot of times, I was a middle school principal for seven years, and kids will, kids will eat outside and run around outside really until it is 10 or 15 degrees. But for learning, we're going to see teachers when it gets down into the 50s. They're going to not want to be going outside, and of course, that that means we're going to be we're going to be cautious and and more worried about um, the more people are inside. We're all watching for that potential spike in cases and yeah. transmission. But yeah, um, I won't post Pat's number on our webpage, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he he can talk to some people if if uh, we get complaints about being outside at 10 degrees. Tom Paleo <laughs> says he doesn't want it under 70 degrees. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been a we we've, we've had a really as you know. Um, a really beautiful fall and a great run of weather. Yeah. Um, and that's really helped in terms of our, our elementary kids are a good example. They're, they're learning in cohorts. They're leaving their class very minimally 
So the opportunity to go outside, you know, uh, go do some writing. Of course, they have PE outside as, as long as it's nice. Um, do some other activities um, really helps change change things up and and give some variety. So it'll be people will be sorry when that's gone. But we really appreciate the state park and and the city getting us those picnic tables, loaning them um, now, and we assume we're going to need them in the spring too. So nice asset, nice community benefit. Where are we on that service road by the high school? Uh, it's coming. We should. Uh, we're in the window here in October with uh, the bat migration going on. I think they were out surveying and marking trees. So we should see the uh, some trees coming down here in the next couple weeks. Wow. Getting ready to getting ready to pave. Then then we'll pave it in the spring. We're putting out bids. We're going to replace the soccer turf next summer. So obviously we did the football turf this summer and soccer turf will be up next summer. So that's another big project we're getting ready for next year. I was going to ask you, uh, Gino and I were, Peters were doing the football game Friday night. And before the game, we were standing on the back walkway area of the visitor's booth over there and we were looking down at the tennis courts there is one that's got like the san andreas fault going through the middle that, of that is also on the list yeah those tennis courts are delicate um even though they're you know hard surface um they need some maintenance and so that's yeah that's another project that's on the list to get those fixed up and yeah. <laughs> make sure they're playable i was gonna say yeah freshman you play over there <laughs> varsity you play over here type thing. what didn't i ask you, you want to get out there I, i'm sure there's something um, I wanted to make sure people heard about the food program. That's going to continue as is with, with obviously lunches in person every day at, at no charge for our students. And then um, for Wednesday pickups for anybody that's virtual or in the community that needs help. And, and I think people know, come take a look at our website and you can find the information if you need to um, get connected on that or call us at 850-5000 um, to find out more about that. And we're just going to keep working hard, digging hard, trying to make things the best they can um, and trying to remind everybody to, to be ready for possible change. Um, as, as you see, there's lots of schools that are having temporary closures or students going to quarantine. Um, we're not going to be immune from that. And so we're trying to be ready for any of those changes that might come. Well, I know you got a meeting coming up. So as always, we really appreciate you giving us an update. It's been a while here, but uh, kind of been not much going on, really. So I just thought it'd be a good time to get you back on again. And again, you know, anytime you got anything, all you got to do is text me. We'll get you right on. Sounds good. Always appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Andy Engel, Superintendent of Grand Haven Area Public Schools, joining us here on the Mighty 103.5.